Welcome into a special edition, the fantasy show. The day before the season begins, the leagues have been dra- the all the teams have been drafted. The big money league enters year fifteen, Razzie. I think we're in year fifteen. It's incredible how long we've been playing, and it's incredible that I still haven't won, and it's incredible that Peter managed to eke out a victory in the championship game last year. He now has the trophy. I'm sure it spent uh, it spent the night probably in his bed. It probably went to the bathroom with him this morning. I think it went on the metro too. So I know he's he's excited to have it. But uh, Razzy, I'd like to go through this kind of rapid fire. Get your assessment of these teams and how the draft went. Um, you know, I, overall, do you have an opinion? Is there one player that surprised you where he went overall? I got one. In, I got one in mind. Now, Let's let's keep the keepers out of it because it's going to be hard right. to explain this for everybody that's listening that's not following along. But there, we have a rule in our league where you keep a player uh, one season to the next in the round that you drafted them. So guys like like Kittle and Joku, Geis, they were all gone Patrick before Mahomes. Mahomes. They were all uh, Mahomes was round ten. The other guys were all round 13, 14. So leave those guys out of this. Right. You know, looking at just the first round. All right, our first round went Barkley, Elliott. And we're going to come back to that in a second. That was your pick, Razzie. Yep. Kamara, McCaffrey. Then I took Hopkins. Um, uh, Mark kind of reached with Juju. Then we got James Conner. We got uh, Rafi reaching here with uh, Devonta Adams. And then uh, OBJ and uh, and uh, Julio Jones to close out round one. You want to talk about Zeke? I know there was rumors that he was going to sign yesterday. So it was kind of a sack move there to just kind of whip it out and say, I'm going with my gut. But did you have insider information? No, I mean, I was refreshing my Twitter feed, like, on the hour, just trying to see where he was. And I think by the time we were drafting and getting together, he had landed in Dallas um, and was ready to make a deal. So that gave me the confidence to go ahead and take him. I was – I knew John was going to take Barkley first, and I was trying to convince him that Zeke was going to sign. So he would take Zeke and take the risk. I I wanted him to take the risk out of my hands. But I was really going back back and forth between Zeke and McCaffrey – um, I, what I liked about McCaffrey um, was the volume of touches that he was going to get in yes. that offense, uh, both catching the ball out of the backfield and running. I mean, he didn't have much competition in that backfield. But the way Zeke, you know, performs on a year in year out, he's he's healthy, he's fresh, he's going to play. He's hopefully playing 16 games this year. He's just going to get massive volume in that offense that's built around him. So I couldn't pass up the opportunity to take him. If he if he hadn't landed in Dallas, were you still going to take him, or were you going to let him slide? Were you going to go McCaffrey and then kind of yeah, see what I happens? I would have taken McCaffrey if if there was any chance because I, I I have a little bit of the, like you know I've been hurt in the past. If you remember, I I took uh, Le'Veon I, last year. <laughs> so, I and, I, yes. and I and I traded back and still ended up with Le'Veon last year. So I didn't want to take that risk again. But as we go through the draft board, you'll see that I didn't um, learn from my mistakes. Um, but. I couldn't. I, I, if if he hadn't landed in Dallas and they didn't say the deal was imminent and he was going to play week one, I probably would have taken McCaffrey. Yeah. So we kind of went chalk basically. Barkley, Elliott, Kamara, McCaffrey to start that round. Looking at the rest of the round one, there was a lot. Five receivers taken in round one. Five running backs, five receivers. Hopkins, Juju, Adams, Beckham, Jones. I took Hopkins at um, well at five. Uh, I wasn't big on Connor personally. OBJ is kind of a nutcase. I think Hopkins demands more, just more looks in that Houston offense. And when Deshaun's healthy, I mean, we we saw it several times last season. I mean, Nuke is just a fantastic option. I, I you know, I, I was hoping McCaffrey would fall or maybe even Elliott. 
maybe somebody wasn't paying attention and, and he would slip. Uh, that didn't happen. I'm, I'm quite happy with Hopkins. But of those five receivers, is there one that you like more than the rest or maybe two that you like more than the other three? Hopkins, Juju, Adams, Beckham, Jones. You know, the, the one thing when I look at these receivers, I like all of them. The problem may... The problem is where they were taken and the value were taken. What what shocked me, and and we'll get into this once we get into round two, is how far back Le'Veon and David Johnson fell. They fell to the middle of the second round. I, I if I were if I were drafting the end of the round, I would have taken either Le'Veon or David Johnson over uh, Juju, over Devontae Adams, maybe over um, even Beckham. In the end of the round, I would have just taken those guys because, like I said, the volume there. Uh, so, Le'Veon stretch, as we just talked about, I, I would have taken those guys over those pass catchers because I think those pass catchers would have been available in the second round. But I think with our league, the way the mentality of a lot of the owners, it's a half point PPR. They they want to get those guys who are going to get the ball um, throughout the games in, in, a, in heavy usage. So. I was surprised about that. I would have taken probably one of the, the either Le'Veon and David at the end of the second round. Okay, so the oh, sorry, first round, end of the first round, yeah. But it ends up being Beckham and Jones. Peter had the the snake pick. He goes Jones, and then uh, I wasn't. I mean, Nick Chubb was his guy. I'm not surprised that he took him. I think Chubb was really early. Um, mm-hmm. The rest of that round go. It goes Chubb, Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey comes off the board at what pick thirteen. Um, then we get Michael Thomas, um, David Johnson, Le'Veon Bell um, halfway through. Then Dalvin Cook, Mike Evans, Antonio Brown, and Gurley to end round two. You know, I Kelsey was a guy that I was targeting in all my fantasy drafts. You know, if he had if he had slipped, you know, three more spots to the mid, the middle of the second round, I was going to take him um, personally. I was thrilled that Le'Veon fell that far. That was a guy, you know. He's kind of a question mark. You don't really know, you know, what that offense is going to look like. I'm not a Darnold guy. I think that offense is going to putt-putt basically through uh, the first quarter of the season until they figure things out. Um, Robbie Anderson's a question mark. I, I'm just not really sold on him, but I, but I love Le'Veon Bell. And we know that he's a workhorse. He had the last season off. And I think he's going to be anxious to prove himself worthy of the contract that he signed and, and the change of scenery. So I, I, I like the value at Le'Veon Bell. They're halfway through. I was torn at the at that time between him and Dalvin Cook. Dalvin Cook is just the more I think he's the more explosive younger player. Maybe maybe the the slate the safer bet, but Le'Veon is the home run hitter for me. And you know the, to end that round, Gurley basically going at pick twenty. You know John ends up with uh, Saquon and Todd Gurley. That that's not a bad uh, you know tandem there. And Gurley at twenty, I mean. That's that's pretty impressive. I know he's a little injured, but that that's still an offense that's gonna. I mean, he's gonna get touches there too. Yeah, I'll, I'll tell you. I, I think you made the right choice pick, taking Le'Veon over Dalvin Cook. I know the Vikings are changing their offense uh, to be uh, driven around the run game a little bit more, but Dalvin Cook hasn't been able to still stay healthy. I think the Vikings are not going to have as good of a year as people think. I think Le'Veon will be. I think the Jets are going to be better than people expect. I think they'll probably be about like eight hundred. I think both teams will be about the same. But I think Le'Veon will just get more touches at you know both out of the backfield, um, and you know they line him up a lot of times in the slot. They're going to do some creative things with him. Uh, the, with the Gurley thing, honestly, this is what that kind of threw me off. Um, I, I had taken Zeke, and I know John had taken Barkley, so I wanted to get Antonio Brown because I knew he was going to be drafting a receiver, and I was happy with either getting Gurley or Mixon on the way back. 
I was shocked that John took Gurley and Mixon. It threw off my draft strategy completely. I like the three running back move, but then when you look down at his roster, you don't see any receivers out there that are, are really going to get you big production every week. Yeah. Uh, go yeah. ahead. Yeah, I mean, so, you know, stepping into round three, you're right. So John goes Barkley, Gurley, and then to start round three, he goes Mixon. Um, which is an, and then you know you go you, you I think you drafted Damian Williams right after that yeah then we have Amari Cooper come off Leonard Fournette who was a guy that I was targeting in round three I missed him by one pick um, but I I'm very happy with Adam Thielen to kind of round out my 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 uh, tier one receiving core um, Mark took Zach Ertz and then we have Brandon Cooks coming off I think I thought that was probably the worst pick of the round um, yep. and then you got Aaron Jones uh, carry on Johnson and uh, who's the last pick of that round let me zoom in here and take a look. Was it Keenan Allen? I believe it was Keenan Allen. Keenan, so, yep, it was yeah. Keenan so Allen. I, I, the Brandon Cooks pick was probably the, my least favorite of that round. Um, you could, you know, maybe Zach Ertz was too early. I think there's only there's only a handful, not even actually. There's only like really three options at tight end. Um, you had one locked up, uh, Kittle, as your keeper from round 14. So really, it was either Kelsey or Ertz or wait. And I think most teams most teams waited. We didn't see another tight end go for what another three or four rounds. But I'm just not big on Brandon Cooks. I think we we this will be his second year in that offense. But you know he just he didn't look like the Brandon Cooks of New Orleans um, since he left New Orleans. He didn't look like himself or like the the the, the fantasy monster that he we were expecting when he went to the Patriots. And uh, certainly now that he's uh, with the Rams, like it just like I, I felt that was too early of a pick. That was just kind of my uh, my gut at that time. Um, I'm happy with Thielen. And, uh, you know, Damian Williams, I got a question for you about that one. At that point, you know, like, I, I don't want to say it's a reach, but McCoy McCoy had been picked up. By, he has yep. been picked up by the Chiefs. McCoy is the most expensive running back on the Chiefs roster. He's going to play. He's an Andy Reid guy. So was it an oversight? Was it just a, a brain fart? Or are you still are you still believer in uh, in Damian Williams? No, so I, so it was it's both. So I, I was so, Damian Williams was someone I was targeting, maybe not at that spot, but like I said earlier, I wasn't expecting John to take both Gurley and Mixon, and my plan was just to take whoever he didn't take. Um, that's why I took Antonio Brown. You know, why not Fournette? Why, why Damian Williams over Fournette? You know, Fournette. You know, honestly, if I went back, I probably would have taken Fournette. Uh, I didn't realize he. I the stupid. Uh, prep sheet that I had probably had Damian Williams ranked far beyond Fournette Fournette does have I think that just compared it to uh, Williams is obviously in a much better offense much better quarterback they're going to be scoring the ball they're going to be a lot of creative plays Fournette hasn't been healthy the last two years I think he's missed like uh, uh, maybe either 11 or 16 16 games in, in the last yeah. two years mm-hmm. um, we don't know what the offense is going to look like under Nick Coles I agree with you. The Brandon Cooks pick, I, I feel like, was early. You still had Keenan Allen on the board. You still had Stephon Diggs on the board. So I would I would have gone a different way. Same thing with Zach Ertz. I know we the tight ends this year. Um, there were there were a couple elite ones, and I had Kittle already taken off. So, but I would I would have taken Keenan Allen, Stephon Diggs in that in that spot. I like your pick at the, with Thielen in the third round. If I had went back, I may have would have taken. Maybe mixing or mixing in the second round and taking Thielen in the third round before they got he got to you. Yeah, I mean I, Thielen from a value perspective, from a volume perspective in the third round, you know, halfway through the third, um, uh, you know, I'm not going to complain. I mean, the guy's going to get his looks and then hopefully he, right. he brings him down. So, you know, moving. So basically, so Peter at the end of the third round takes uh, takes Keenan Allen, then goes Stephon Diggs, um, then moving through we go running back, running back, running back, running back, running back. 
we go Carson Freeman, uh, Sonny Michelle, Josh Jacobs, who I missed out on. That was my target for round four. Um, Mark ends up taking him. I like that pick a lot. Um, I took Henry, um, a la the Titans. Then we have uh, Mike Williams, I believe. is that Was that the next pick? Yep. Then Marley yep, Mack, which is, I think, the worst pick of, the, of that draft. Then Edelman and Galladay. So uh, there was like a second run there on uh, on running backs. Of that bunch, Josh Jacobs, I think, is the one with the most upside. Derrick Henry's probably the... Uh, the one with the uh, the the hit or miss or most hit or miss. The others are kind of all just lumped together in my in my book. I think the best pick of the round, maybe Edelman, basically falling uh, to what the the second to last pick uh, of the of the uh, of the fourth round. I think there's a lot of value in that. But o- otherwise, you know, I, I think they're all pretty much interchangeable, with the exception of Marlon Mack. I think Mack Mack is is a pretty terrible pick there. Yeah, and I, I would probably include Chris Carson in there in, in the beginning of the fourth round. Uh, he's been around. He's been in Seattle for a while, and he has just the production hasn't been there. I probably would have taken Josh Jacobs at that point just because the upside's there, and he's the number one running back in Oakland. But other than that, everyone else not too exciting. Marlon Mack was definitely not uh, drafted way too early. Um, not sure about Mike Williams at that spot. I don't know what type of, you know, what the situation is going to be in L.A. I was about to call them San Diego. But, yeah, this round this round is just a blah round. Not, nobody excites me. No no steals, no, no, um, and not, not any, nobody exciting. Round five goes Lockett, Gordon, Rogers, Ingram, uh, which was a keeper, round Good five keeper. keeper. Um, T.Y. Hilton halfway through, then David Montgomery, the the rookie out of Chicago. Uh, we get Calvin Ridley, Deshaun Watson. We get Baker Mayfield and D.J. Moore. So we start to see we get three running, sorry, three quarterbacks off there. We get Rodgers at the fifth round, third pick. Watson fifth round, what is that? Uh, eighth pick. Mayfield fifth round, ninth pick. I'm surprised. I'm actually surprised that Rodgers and Watson went ahead of Mayfield. Um, I know Stevie was really happy with that pick. DJ Moore, I think, was a solid pick as well. Uh, not necessarily for Peter's team because at that point he's got four uh, four wide receivers and one running back. But I like the value at that spot. DJ Moore, I think, is the best receiver on the Carolina Panthers. Um, you know, I think there's I, I, there's going to be a competition for touches there. You touched about you, you already talked about that with McCaffrey, but he's the best of the bunch. Um, I like. I mean, I, I really don't have any complaints in this round either. M- maybe maybe Tyler Lockett is my least favorite pick. Ironically, the first pick of the round. Um, T. Y. Hilton. You know, I, I took him halfway through. You know, I know obviously Andrew Luck not being there is going to hurt his fantasy value, but he's still the best receiver on the team. Someone's going to have to catch those balls. And Jacoby Brissett, although he's not Andrew Luck, he he's also. I mean. He's not the uh, the clown show that we have here in Washington D.C. at the moment either. So you know I'm I'm not a, jo- a Jacoby Brissett guy, but I am a T.Y. Hilton guy, and this guy is consistently throughout his career. I mean, he just catches balls regardless of who's throwing them to him. So it's going to be a volume question with T.Y. Um, but I mean, it, Calvin Ridley was the other the other uh, receiver I was considering at this point. You know, but I, I just I just felt strongly about taking the number one option versus a number two option. Um, you know, a number one option on a in a bad offense versus a number two option in a good offense. I think it's, it, to me, it was a toss up. I went with, with kind of my gut and just went with T Y. Um, Aaron Rodgers I felt went a little bit early. I, I think um, I'm not fully on the skip Bayless train. I don't think he's like super overrated, but I also don't think he's going to have a better fantasy season than Deshaun Watson or Baker Mayfield, or frankly, Carson Wentz, who didn't even go to the end of the next round, but any standouts for you in this round? Yeah, I, I, I agree with a lot of, I think T Y Hilton, 
like you said, I think he's the least impacted, you know, Colt um, from the retirement of Andrew Luck. I obviously, if, if Andrew Luck was still around, he probably would have went in the middle of the third round instead of the middle of the fifth round. But I feel, I still think he's going to get his touches. I think he's still going to make the plays. Jacoby Brissett, obviously he's not Andrew Luck, but he, he, he's a good quarterback. He's going to, He's going to be able to drive the ball down the field. He's, he's going to be able to make plays. He's going to be able to get out of pocket and extend plays. So, and he's a little uh, bit reckless, which I kind of like in a quarterback. Right. He's kind yes. of like Baker. He's going to take some shots. He's going to there's going to be some fifty fifty balls. That defense isn't very good either. So, I think there's going to be a lot of playing from behind, and I think that all benefits guys like Ty Hilton. I, I think it does. Yeah, I, I, and the one thing I would add on this round, I was surprised Aaron Rodgers went ahead of Deshaun Watson. I was eyeing Deshaun, Deshaun Watson maybe at the end of the, the sixth round. Um, I could, just because for him, the, the rushing is the rushing yards and the rushing touchdowns are going to make a bigger, huge difference between him and Aaron Rodgers. We don't know what Aaron. I love Aaron Rodgers. I'm a big Aaron Rodgers fan, but we don't know what he's going to look like in this new offense, with this new court, with this new coach. If they're going to get along. Even though he didn't get along with the last coach, and he still did pretty okay. So um, the one thing for me that I'm monitoring this round, obviously Melvin Gordon. Um, he, I took him here because in anticipation, a he comes back at some point, but b if next year I can, I'll be able to keep him at around five value. But I, what I'm monitoring that situation. I agree. I don't like the Tyler Lockett pick. I don't like um, the David Montgomery pick. We don't know what's going on there. I think Chicago is not going to be as good as they were last year. Um, but I do like the quarterbacks at the end, Deshaun Watson and Baker Mayfield. Agree again on Peter. Um, he already – oh, he, he had drafted – okay, that was his fourth receiver. So I was okay with that pick. I think once we get into the – Yeah, well, no, he, so, so, his actually, next – Sorry, he, he had Cooper Cup uh, already as That's a right. keeper. So that he had drafted his his – fifth receiver at that point that's so right that, and then, that, that's right he so dj moore was his fifth wide receiver to one running back on that roster in yeah. the sixth round everybody's expecting him to take i was expecting him to take either probably philip Lindsay or maybe duke johnson just somebody that's at least a starter to play that because we do we start two running backs and he goes he, he freaking goes with chris godwin he goes yet yeah. receiver yet again i don't I, I think peter's playing with a different set of rules like you can only you can max start four receivers and he's got six now so, you know, I don't know. That, that may be a, a worse situation where you have to make a decision every week. Right. And honestly, that is, a, a, for me as a fantasy owner, like we said, we've been doing this for, what, 15 years now. I, I think I just started driving when I when we started this league. But you, you, it's a fantasy nightmare every week to figure out the matchups, to figure out who to play, especially when you have injuries, when you have too many players at a certain position, they're all about the same. Well, like, And we got between, kids now. We, we don't got time to sit there. We can't just do data mining, fantasy exactly, data mining. We just exactly. got to set, set it and forget it type of, type of I, mode I, now. I got a one-week-year-old at home, and I have to show up with a Red Bull. Um, I, I, part of it was because I was tired, but part of it I wanted to honor the, the return of Rafi Barsoom to our league. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, welcome back, Ruff Ruff. But look, look this, this round goes... I think there's there's I thought there was a lot of value in round six and a lot in round seven too. But going through six, we go Godwin, Tyler Boyd, Philip Lindsay, a starter in Denver. We get Sterling Shepard, a number one in New York. Then we get uh, Alshon Jeffrey going to Mark's team. I drafted um, Jarvis Landry. Then we get uh, Josh Gordon going to uh, to Ben Joe. The um, you know freshly unretired, unsuspended Reinstated Josh Gordon. The right? yeah. Then we get Lashawn McCoy, Carson Wentz, and OJ Howard. I, I think this like top to bottom, this may have been one of the the better later rounds in round six. I think there's a lot to dissect in this one. 
I was locked in on Sterling Shepard. That's, that's again, very much like T.Y. Hilton. That's the number one guy in an offense that's going to putt-putt along, but they still got some pieces there. And he's got seven years or whatever it is with Eli Manning. So, you know, Sterling Shepard was my was my target uh, when, yeah, when I Dave think took it, him. Uh, yeah, I would actually say I, I think Evan Ingram is going to be the, at the end of the – I think Evan Ingram is take home Barkley are going to lead the – but between the two of them are going to lead the team in catches. But someone's going to have to run go routes and just catch some stuff, right? So, like, yeah. I, I wanted Sterling. He was serviceable last year also in an equally bad offense, and that missed OJ um, uh, OBJ for more than half the season. So, like, that was my target. I was very happy to see. I was expecting Mark to take uh, Landry, in which case I was going to either – I was probably going to roll with um, with either McCoy or with uh, – with Josh Gordon, but he takes Alshon Jeffrey. Uh, yep. It's probably my least favorite pick in that round. And uh, I mean, I was thrilled again halfway through the sixth round to get Jarvis Landry, a guy who's going to be, you know, he's yes, he he's not the guy, but he doesn't have to be the guy. He's going to be the guy that gets all the looks because the other guy, OBJ, is going to have double, double, and even triple teams on him. So uh, again, similarly to T. Y. Hilton, but a little bit different. I actually, again, I, I not to toot my own horn here, but I think there's a lot of value in a guy like Jarvis Landry, and frankly. Canada drafting LaShawn McCoy here at the, you know, basically at the at the back end of the sixth round, extreme value. Like he he's he he may he may be worth it. And if he's not, what did he give up? Like the next bunch of picks, Wentz, Howard Woods, Westbrook, Watkins, it was all poo-poo anyway, till the next time he came through. So I mean I, I don't mind that pick. Yeah, I, I would say the worst picks are just screwed there. I don't mind the Alshon Jeffrey pick. He is the number one receiver. Carson Wentz is healthy. They're they're going to have a, a very strong opponent office. They got an easy opponent in week one. We all know that. But the the, the two guys, I, I I don't like the Lashawn McCoy pick, and maybe because I have Damian Williams on my team. Maybe. Um, but I mean, he's thirty one. He's been washed up for a little bit. I think he'll make some some plays because he knows the Andrew Reid offense, and that's where he really shined and grew up. But I don't like that. And I also don't like the Josh Gordon pick. Like, I, like if this was two thousand fourteen, maybe I'd be hopeful. But it's two thousand nineteen. The guy hasn't been able to consistently stay healthy. Like, and I don't want to knock the guy's health or, or, or stuff that he has going on in his life, but you know, I, I think the story has ended for Josh Gordon and being a, a strong fantasy player. I mean, you might you might be onto something there because obviously because the Pats they cut Demarius Thomas then re-signed him after he torched yep. the Giants, right? So and he didn't even get drafted. He's sitting on on our on our waiver wire, but. But that's because uh, we didn't draft 15 rounds, but we'll take we'll talk about that later, Commission. That's right. Going into round seven, we go Woods, uh, which was John's keeper, Robert Woods. Good value there. We go uh, D.D. Westbrook, uh, Sammy Watkins. A.J. Green goes to Ben Joe. Uh, um, I take, uh, let's see, halfway through was Ken, uh, was at uh, on Drake, then Will Fuller. We get Duke Johnson off the board, a starter. I mean, that's pretty good value there for Dave. Um, uh, Allen Robinson, who's a guy I was I was teetering about taking. That's the number one receiver in Chicago. I, I tend to agree with you. I think that offense is going to regress a little bit, but he's still a number one. Get Hunter Henry, which I think is the worst pick of that round, and uh, Cooper Cup, which was uh, Peter's keeper in round seven. So a good value for Peter and John there with Woods and Cup keepers in round seven. Henry for me is the worst pick by a mile. Uh, he just he didn't play essentially all of last season. Um, you know, and frankly, I wouldn't have taken him over Ingram. I wouldn't have taken him over over McDonald. I wouldn't have taken him over even 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 uh, Jordan Reed. I mean, Henry would have been there probably for another three or four rounds. So I, to me, he's the worst pick. Yeah, it was a good pick. But looking at this round, no one really, uh, other than the keepers, obviously, but which don't count. No, nobody really stands out to me. I mean, AJ Green. We'll see what he looks like when he comes back. Uh, Dee Westbrook for me. 
is the number one receiver and uh, everything I'm hearing according to Matthew Barry, him and Nick Folk have a great um, relationship and have been showing strong signs of chemistry throughout the preseason and training camp. So maybe he'll stick to stand out, but everyone else in this round, yeah, Hunter Henry, I would have taken Ingram over him. Um, but nobody, nobody in this round. Cause actually what you'll see is Dave and back to back around seven, eight takes two running backs in, in Houston. So it's interesting to see yeah, how he, I think that how was a, plays out. I think that was, that was a poor decision. I think in both rounds, that's just my opinion, but yeah. you know, Peter then kicks off round eight. We go Ingram, Singletary, Davis, Hyde, Emmanuel Sanders, which I thought was probably the worst pick in that round. Yeah. Um, then we get uh, Miles Sanders, which I, I'm a I'm big I'm a believer. Love um, the Miles Sanders I'm, pick. I'm a believer here. Um, Jared Cook, I like that pick too. Uh, we get Jordan Howard. We get uh, Kirk, which is, which is Miles Sanders' backup. That's right. We get Kirk, and then we get uh, Robbie Anderson. Robbie, I was between Anderson and Sanders. Those were both those were the targets for the round. I kind of I just made a snap decision and went. Uh, went Sanders. I felt like, all right, well, Emmanuel Sanders just kind of went off. You know, let me just follow my gut here again and go Sanders. I, I I really like that pick for Philly. I mean, I know they're a division rival, and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna openly cheer for him here, but but he he's looked great, and everything out of Philadelphia has been this is the guy. Like this is this is a a better version of every running back they had on their roster the last couple of seasons, and he's gonna he's gonna play a ton. Of, it's not gonna be the it may be committee until he gets comfortable, but he's gonna be the guy for the whole season. Yeah, I'll be honest. I was going to take him at three picks after you if you hadn't taken them. Um, but we'll have we'll have to see. They did make the trade for Jordan Howard last year, so let's see how the, how they split the carries in the backfield. Um, I love the Evan Ingram pick in the beginning. I think, like I said earlier, he's going to be the number one target over uh, in New York. Um, a couple running backs. Nobody. Uh, Carlos Hyde, like I mentioned earlier, not excited about him. Corey Davis, not excited about him. I don't know what they're going to be doing in Tennessee. But uh, Christian Kirk, I, I took him in this round. He, he was slated as the number one receiver, but stuff I read this morning is he's uh, Michael Crabtree down the number one receiver. I just took him because I think the offense is going to be uh, exciting with Kyler Murray. So if he's the number one receiver, maybe he'll get some looks. But I don't see him being uh, long-term on my roster. Going into the next round, we get uh, two two running backs back to back: Coleman and Murray. Then Jimmy Graham inexplicably. Get, I mean, I don't know what Canada. I don't know what draft he board. Yeah, he, he must have have it. Yeah, he probably had something like 2014. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's terrible. Austin Eckler to me is the best pick. He I missed out on him by one pick. Um, I love that pick, regardless of what happens with Melvin Gordon. At least for the first you know quarter of the season, Eckler's the guy to have. Matt Ryan comes off the board halfway through. Then we get Breida, Yeldon, uh, Ebron. Tariq Cohen, which was Steve's keeper in round nine, uh, maybe a push on value there, and then Jared Goff to end that round. Uh, to me, Eckler was the the best pick, uh, the best pick and best value in the round. Graham and maybe Yeldon are the two worst. I'm not sure why anybody would draft Yeldon right now. So especially that early on with uh, with other running backs still. I mean, Rashad like there's other running back starters still available. So I'm not I'm not sure why you would go with Yeldon. Um, but yeah, for me. Breida maybe a value pick too, but Eckler for is the standout. Yeah, honestly, looking back, I probably should, knowing that I had Melvin Gordon, I probably should have taken Eckler um, instead of Latavius Murray. But I the the sheet that I had had Latavius Murray as the number you one. You keep blaming the sheet. You should just know this stuff. I, What's going on? I know. I, I just sheet, had a baby. Sheet. All right. Um, I didn't have much time to prep. The one thing that's interesting, um, I was going to actually take Kevin Coleman, but John took him right before me. But um, Depth charts that came out uh, this morning had Matt Breida as the number one, who was taking six picks after him. 
Um, so that's interesting, something for us to watch. But I don't like the tight ends in this round. Jimmy Graham, it's like a, like yeah. you said, it's not 2015. I don't like Eric Ebron either because if, if Andrew Luck was still there, absolutely. Um, and also, I'll, I'll, I'll go to the end of the round with Jared Goff. With Cam Newton still on the board, um, with Lamar Jackson, Kyler Murray, those guys, I, I – I, I would have taken one of those quarterbacks rather than Jared Goff. He, we saw the news this morning that he got paid, but I, I, I don't think he's. I, I think there was better quarterbacks out there. So I, I I'm 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 a believer in Goff, but not in round nine. I think he's the right. He would have been there in eleven or twelve. So I, I think Peter made a made a mistake on that one. But going into round ten, he so he goes Goff in nine, and then on the snake he takes Penny in ten. Then uh, second Stevie, running back is second running back. That's right, and he's not a starter. Then he uh, Stevie takes the Chicago Bears defense. That's the first defense that comes off the board. James White was uh, Rafi's keeper. I think that was a terrible, terrible value. Like there's just no value to him in that in that position. And to me, Mahomes. How did Rafi? How did Rafi have a keeper? He wasn't in our league last year. He was in the league last year. Oh, he was okay. okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mahomes, Mahomes comes off. He's been off, but he's the tenth round keeper for Dave. That that's the coup, and it's actually it's yeah. surprising how poor he did, considering he had him to start basically uh, before we even you know made up a, a single pick. So I, yeah, you know, um, then we get Jones, Barber. I was on the fence between um, between a couple different people. I ended up going with Peyton Barber. He, he I mean, it, I was between Chris Sam, uh, sorry Curtis Samuel and and Peyton Barber. I was like, all right, Barber is the starter. In a in a fifty one forty nine timeshare, you know how bad could it be? So, not my favorite pick that I made, but I, I'll take it. Cam Newton comes off Parker, um, Henderson, and Geronimo Allison. I think my least favorite probably in that round, ironically, is Rafi's keeper James White, and Rashad Penny. I think Peter, if he had paid a little bit more attention, I would you know Peyton Barber at the top of the tenth round, maybe more value as a starter than Rashad Penny in a known or, timeshare, but or DJ Henderson. The, oh, yeah, the yeah. backup, the back of the girl. We don't know what girl is going to look like. I know they're going to limit his touches. Sure, so there may be more of a. He could have. Uh, he could also gone with Chicago's D or potentially, yep. you know, and then, uh, you know, and then Penny would have been there. That, that that's kind of what I was getting at. That's yep. like to me when it I'm looking probably, at these teams, he probably would not have been drafted. Uh, maybe maybe as a flyer, yeah. but yeah, closer to not drafted than round yeah. ten for sure. Um, you know, so not really a spectacular round for anybody, but we do, Mahomes is already off, but we do get Cam Newton to come off. I think he's the, what, the fourth, the fourth quarterback or fifth quarterback to come off. In round 11, we get Lamar Jackson to start the round. Uh, John was really big on him. I'm not. Um, I understand from a fantasy perspective, though, that might be a, a coup for John there in round 11. That's potentially some extreme value. Uh, DK Metcalf, um, man, I love that pick and I, I was, I was bummed because that was my target. Uh, for round 11, um, but then we get two defenses back to back: the Rams and the uh, revamped Seattle, um, the Seahawks defense. I, I end up getting my guy Curtis Samuel in the 11th, the guy, the guy that I was targeting in the 10th. I was very happy to see him fall all the way down uh, into the 11th round. This guy, I know he's not DJ Moore, but he's going to get a, a monster share. He's had a phenomenal summer. All reports are that he's improved tremendously, so I'm, I'm hoping that pans out. Then we get Russell Wilson coming off the board. That's, a, I think, a good value pick there for Mark in round 11 as well. Cleveland D comes off to Dave. And then we get uh, Cortland Sutherland, which is a, probably the worst pick of the round. Dante Pettis, maybe the the most unknown or, or maybe most underrated. And Justice Hill. I, I actually like the the back end of that that first the, that round, the 11th round, more than the, the front half of it. Um, you know, but I, 
Lamar Jackson, I'm just not, I think having lived through the RG3 era, I just, I'm not interested in Lamar Jackson and that style of, uh, that style of football. Um, but, but Dante Pettis is the number one receiver in San Francisco. And he's, he, I mean, he goes all the way till round 11 pick, pick nine. Uh, I think that's probably Steve's best pick of the entire draft. Um, Justice Hill, I'm not really convinced of either. I know he's going to, he's going to feature in that offense, but I just, I, I mean, I, I like the Who Pettis is, pick. Who's Justice Hill? Is he the running back? Yeah, you're not paying attention. I mean, yeah, I, is he the running back in, in Baltimore backup? He is. Yeah. Let me see. What, I, let me see if they got him moving up on the uh, on the depth chart here. Stand by. Let me take a look. Let me take. A I look. mean, I know they have Mark Ingram and they have another uh, Gus Edwards. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. This round, I, I actually like the Lamar Jackson pick. Like, like uh, sticking to the topic of Baltimore because he's like he's going to be running the ball, and you know, from a fantasy perspective, a 50 yards running from a quarterback each game is, is an additional five points that you know that rather than you know getting it through the air. But I, I like the defenses in this round. I probably wish I would have taken a defense sooner. Um, but like, I like Russell Wilson at, at where he took him, but I probably would have taken a quarterback earlier. That's what I did. Um, Cortland Sutton, I actually like the pick Ugh. because uh, I, I think he's going to become the number one receiver in Denver. I think Emmanuel Sanders' time is probably yeah, run out. Joe, Joe Flacco's done, man. Come on. You yeah, can't, you can't, yeah. I, can't believe in, I can't believe in that anymore. We're going to see what kind of offense they have with Vic Fangio It'll in, be a bad in that one. team. Yeah. It'll be a bad one. Look, round, yeah. 12, round 12, Peter goes Jacksonville. Then we get Murray, Freeman, Andrews. Mark takes the Washington defense in the middle of round 12. Um, Vance McDonald. It's a homer pick right there. It's a yeah. Uh, Vance McDonald, Larry Fitzgerald comes off. Um, uh, Kenny Ballage goes to Canada. We got the Buffalo Bills defense coming off, which was a target of mine the following round. And uh, Traquan Smith. You know, I, I think the Washington D here has to be as much as I love them and their upside in the middle of the twelfth round with guys like Fitzgerald. Um, uh, I mean, frankly, Drew Brees, Hawkinson, Moncrief. There's still a lot of players on the board that that have value. Um, it's just a reach. Like Washington wouldn't have gotten drafted, so round twelve is probably not the right time to take them. Um, but I, I personally, I, I mean, I took Vance McDonald. I'm very happy. I think he's he's not that elite tier one. He's like a bubble, maybe a bubble two, maybe reaching for a one when it comes to tight end. And round twelve, I'm very happy with it. Yeah, I, I I'm surprised with the number of teams, including yours, that waited for a tight end because I mean we you have to start a tight end in our league. It's, it's a required position, and you can actually play three if you wanted to. And with a half point PPR, um, I was I, I, if I hadn't kept Kittle, I probably would have tried to take a, a tight end in the first six rounds. Um, but I know you and a number of teams, include uh, Dave as well, um, waited on his tight end, and who else there? Well, you, I mean, well, Hawkinson comes off in the next round. Yeah, Hawkinson uh, is, yeah. is a good value pick. Um, but other than that, I mean, the rest of these rounds, we can go through them. But a lot of here is guessing. I mean, uh, I, I kind of like what Steve did at the end with Kyler Murray and as well as Kareem Hunt in round 14. You know, you can take get Kareem Hunt, stash him in your IR position, mm-hmm. um, and then pick up someone off the waiver wire, which is what I was planning on doing if we had 15 rounds back to that commission. Um, but, well, yeah, but, I mean, like you said, Hunt is a, is a nice stash for next season, uh, you know, potential keeper in the 14th round. Um, you know, Peter takes Cousins in the 14th round as a potential keeper. 
Uh, Jordan Reed yeah, gets drafted in the 14th. Uh, my, my keeper was Darius Geis in the 14th. I know some yeah, people... Yeah, I love Geis. I'm excited about Geis this year. And that, and, and that might be might be me just playing, uh, playing you know, a homer there. But I'm excited about Geis this year. I think he's going to either... He's one of the very few three-down backs that we have in this league. Um, so I, I'm excited to, to see what what kind of what we do. I mean, hopefully Trent Williams comes back and the offensive line is healthy for us. But but I think the guys pick is gonna we that's something you got when you look at your roster, your draft in totality. You got to make sure you include that in there. So I mean, looking at looking at it, we went through basically all the picks. We're gonna like you said, we just kind of breezed over the last couple uh, of rounds. But Tom Brady did get picked. Uh, Drew Brees got picked. Uh, Derek Carr got picked. Like some of the the the, the known commodities did get picked here in the late in the late thirteenth uh, and fourteenth round of the draft. I mean, just looking at your own team stacked up against the others. Uh, Steve's Steve's you know he's going crazy this morning about point projections for Week One because he's got me. Um, for those that, that that follow Steve and I, we always the, the season always starts with uh, him versus me and the battle one twenty three. That's right, and I've dominated him going back like five seasons now. I've been I, not just winning, but like crushing him. Uh, I think two seasons I almost doubled up his points, but he's making a big uh, he's hooting and hollering that he's got uh, he's got me beat on projections right now. So um, or projected points, but I gotta be honest, like just looking at a couple of the teams, I think there's. Um, you know, I'm not big on Mark's team. I think he, he reached for a lot of those picks. Dave's team, I think you can kind of tell who who prepared maybe a little bit more than others. Um, frankly, I'm I'm quite I'm pleased with my team given where I drafted. I like I like John's team. John always has a strong draft, and I think there's there's a sneaky team out there uh, potentially in um, in uh, I mean Peter. I think Peter will be a, a middle of the pack team, but um, the the Ben Joe team I think to me looks really formidable with four with essentially five really good running backs and McCaffrey Cook uh, Fournette Ingram and Eckler you figure one of them or maybe two of them will fall off early on in the season but they, they have a lot of, of, of startable assets there AJ Green if healthy Josh Gordon like there's some question marks there that could be a boomer bust team overall but you know I you know I kind of look at it and I'm like well you know I know Yahoo graded your draft an A and I came in as an A minus, but is there anything, any other teams you see that that may be a formidable uh, foe as we start yes, the season? So, yeah, I was looking through it this morning and all the rosters. Also, and either people on a year to year basis that I I usually rate high at, on draft day. Just we have some teams that are generally good drafters, but that doesn't all lead to success throughout the year. Um, I, I like John's team. Uh, he does have the question mark at receiver. He doesn't. He has a lot of like average guys that are middle of the pack guys, and we'll have to you know let's see how Lamar Jackson go does. But I love the three running backs that up front. Um, I'm not gonna. I'll skip over my team because obviously I'm gonna tell you my team's the best. Um, Canada, I, you know his team. It, it's it's like some of it's you look at it. Okay, it's a couple years ago would have been good with Sammy Watkins, Lashawn McCoy, um, even Aaron Rodgers to a sense, but. I mean, we'll have to see if Kamara, if his top three guys, you know, are, are, are studs. He's going to he... squander a, a, probably a monster season from Kamara because it's just, I mean, I, I, I respect it. Like, mad props to Canada. He's drafting from Italy at 3 o'clock in yeah. the morning and all that bit. But if you got Njoku on your roster, what are you doing drafting Jimmy Graham in round nine? Right? Yeah, what are, what, why, why, is exactly. it, why are you touching Sammy Watkins? Like, like these are just these are some seem like half a slip yeah. maybe picks. So I'm not I'm yeah. not big on that team. Yeah, moving on to Joe uh, Ben Joe's team. Um, I love the running backs, all three up top, and it, they have four strong running backs. But I really 
don't like his, his receiver position. I, I, I Mike Williams, the second receiver in, in L.A., Josh Gordon, I already spoke about him. A.J. Green's a couple weeks. Um, he's going to be out for a couple weeks. But I, I, I sorry, he's five running backs. So, like we said, we can only play four at, uh, at one position. So, um, I love his running backs, but I, I'm, I'm not everyone else I'm not okay with. I actually like your team. Uh, I, I like the balance. When I'm evaluating, as you can tell, as I evaluate these teams, I'm always looking for balance because we're not just playing the best seven players, the best eight players. We're playing, we got people at different positions. I, I really like the balance that you have on your team. Well, Derrick Henry may be the person who makes or breaks your team as the X factor, um, or even or Miles Sanders if he stands if he comes out of nowhere and you know has a strong rookie season. I think your team will be strong. Let's jump ahead to Nechla. Nechla, I actually like his first two picks, even though the order of them, I probably would have done the opposite way. I mean, the fact that he landed David Johnson, Smith Schuster, um, and and Josh Jacobs in, in round four, I actually I like those picks. But later on, um, he waited for his quarterback and, and waited for Russell Wilson. Um, the depth there, I'm not too you know uh, too mind, excited I about. I mind Russell Wilson. I mind that Washington D. I mind. I don't know why he took. I don't know why he wasted a pick on Carr. The Will Fuller pick, like, I mean, it's it's a reach yeah, if he's healthy. the Will Fuller, know, Emmanuel and Sanders, and who's that receiver, Jones? I can't see who it is. Um, but Marvin, isn't it? Marvin Jones, oh, yeah, yeah. So those guys are all middle-of-the-pack guys um, that, I, that you know, they're going to be consistent, but they'll be consistent at a mediocre level. Uh, moving on to Dave's team, I actually like Dave's team. I, I love the, the Michael Thomas pick. I this is the part where I wish if I was paying more attention in the second round, I would have tried to trade up to Dave's spot or even uh, Mark's spot or your spot. Joe, I would have loved to get one of those three guys in the second round: Michael Thomas, Dave Johnson, or Le'Veon Bell. Um, I like Dave's team because it has balance. Obviously, he got Pat Mahomes as his keeper. Um, he has a couple weird picks in there with with the two running backs in, in uh, Houston, as well as followed by TJ Yeldon. So um, like his defense, and but he also waited for his tight end too. So I think that's going to come back to bite him. Uh, Rossi's team, you know, it's it, it looks like the same team that he drafts every year. You know, he's got two Packers. Yeah. He's got his he's got his tight end. He's going he, to win four or five games, and they're just going to happen to be against the best teams in the league due to some yeah. fluky situation. But I don't, I don't see this team contending. Like no. much like Canada, I think he's going to he's going to waste a, a, Kel, a, a probably a monster season from Kelsey. Um, there's just I actually don't see any balance on his team at all. Um, yeah. I mean he's got a he's got a plethora of tier two and tier three running backs. He's got I mean I, I'm not even big on Devonta Adams to be very honest. I, I don't like that Green Bay offense. I don't I just. I, I, there isn't there isn't a player on this team that I want, with the exception of uh, of Travis Kelsey. But I would never have moved up that far to get him. Yeah, and then looking at Steve's team, I I like going the two running receivers. You know Beckham and Hill. I think they're both boys. Those are two guys that can have like 25, 30 point weeks. You know mm-hmm. uh, on any given Sunday. And then um, the running backs. I like I spoke about earlier, Kirion Johnson and, and Chris Carson. Ah. I love Baker Mayfield. I love Tyler Boyd. Uh, Hunter Henry we already spoke about earlier. I think team, Steve's team is pretty balanced. I think he's, he's going to be able to contend week to week um, and make a push for the playoffs. And then going to Peter's team, I mean, Richard Penny. That, that's all I got to say about that. He's going to – I'm, I'm, Yeah, Richard Penny is, is, is the one. And then also trying to figure out between those six receivers who, which four he's going to play every week, you know. 
I, I wouldn't want to put myself in that position because I probably would make uh, the the wrong mistake relying on either Brad Evans or Matthew Barry or who else the rankings to figure out who who, yep. who to play each week. So uh, all in all, I mean, I think we like we like you said earlier, we've had this league for 15 years. Most of these players have been around for 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 a majority of that time. We all draft our own way. Whether and and we all end up having the same type of success. No one's really changed the draft strategy throughout, and you know it's what makes our league fun and it makes it you know a, a, an enjoyable experience for us to get together at least this one time a year. Now that everyone's got fifteen kids and and, and moving and doing bigger and better things. Well, I'll tell you though, I, I did change something this year. Like I, I actually did all like I actually stuck to my draft plan coming in and didn't get super excited about guys that I've had in the past years. There's actually. I don't think there's anyone, ironically, on my roster this year that I've had that I had last year or even the year before, with the exception of my keeper Geis, who didn't play last year. So, you know, I I, I personally changed things, and I I would say Dave, Dave and Mark probably changed things too because they didn't do any prep. They just kind of walked in and started drafting, <laughs> you know. So you know, but yeah, I mean, we have strong drafters. John, you know, historically a very good drafter, hasn't had you know a good season in a while. Um, Stevie is typically a terrible drafter. So this, you know, you know, I, I think it kind of played out here. He's really good at the receiver position and pretty mediocre at, um, at running back. I think that Chicago defense is going to be boomer bust for him, but, uh, I, I'm assuming since Yahoo picked you to win the league, that is your prediction. You'll be bringing it home for a, what, a third time you know, or a fourth time? It would be a third time, but I'll tell you the, the, the things for me, the two aspects is obviously the Melvin Gordon situation. You know, if he comes back it, within by week, two or week three, which I think he will because he's not Le'Veon Bell. He's under contract. He has to come back by week 10 in order to get that fifth year, uh, the credit for his that fifth year contract. Um, I, I think we'll see what happens now that Zeke's been signed and what happens to that situation, even though they're completely different situations. Uh, if Melvin Gordon comes back, watch out. Um, if Damian Williams is able to keep that, that number one spot in the, in the Chiefs backfield, watch out. Um, I think I'm Zeke's, Zeke's already been ruled out for week one though, right? No, Zeke is at. He was at breakfast this morning at, in uh, Cowboys camp. He is starting week uh, this week. Uh, I think 425. it's. I think it's Tony Pollard. No, 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 no. Trust me, I've been okay. monitoring the situation for the last twelve hours because. Um, yeah, your your pick. Uh, right? Yeah, yeah, I got it. No, I got it. Uh, I can't. Uh, I'm. Who's I, gonna, I've got. Uh, go ahead. Who's going to finish last? Who's the worst team? Either Canada or Rafi. Yeah, that's actually my two picks too. I'll throw Mark in there yeah. for good measure too. Yeah, Mark. Uh, Mark, Mark actually may have done. He seven. may have done better last year with the uh, auto draft uh, situation, where we had random oh, yeah. people making picks for him. So, right. We'll see what happens, Joe. Any final thoughts? Welcome, no, to, welcome I, to football. Uh, I'm excited. You know, it's going to be a good season. You know, we're, we we got a lot to look forward to. Uh, not so much with the skins, but that's why we do this fantasy thing to keep us sane with with a with a Redskins franchise. Um, but no, it was a good drive. It was a good night. It was good to see the the boys. We missed uh, we missed Papa Lurch, but maybe next year. Maybe next year. Maybe he, he we did put him on the trophy as an honorary member yeah. of for two weeks until he uh, yeah. until he fa- until he uh, decided not to play with us. But yeah. for now, let's put a bow on his Joe. Happy fantasy football to you, sir. Go take care of your family. Say hi to everybody. Uh, yep. For the for the boys at DTC, my name is Joe. This has been the Fantasy Show. Good luck to you and your teams. Until next time, we are out.